what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of all things super i am one of your hosts spider and i am joined by the man himself mr vip frankie washington how are you doing today sir it's me it's me <laughs> i am definitely awesome thank you for asking sir how about yourself i am doing wonderful it is a very beautiful day don't know how long it's going to be a beautiful day because they got some rain in the forecast but that's neither here nor there because sometimes rain is welcome uh but no yeah, i'm doing great i'm doing fantastic singing in the rain. Dancing in the rain. For another episode singing and dancing in doing the rain so until it starts thundering then you need to get inside in well it all depends if you like that thunder down under the thunder uh in the, in the sky. Never mind. That was going somewhere else. <laughs> this is this is this is it. This is your favorite part of the week. This is your favorite time. Whenever you're watching this show, whether it be day or night, it's us. It's us. It us. It's us. We're here. We're you back. We you came for us, right? Right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, absolutely. You did. But if you don't, why you're here? Go ahead. Hey, I'm going to tell them why they're here. Mm-hmm. Since you like us. Hit the like button. <laughs> and since you like subscribe to us, hit the subscribe button. It's right. It's right. It's 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 down there somewhere. <laughs> click the click these, those, and this, and then subscribe to it. Don't know what those hand motions were. <laughs> snooker it's snooker okay uh welcome to all the first timers what did you click on why was this show recommended to you we're in somebody's recommendations oh, <laughs> that would That's be a nice thing is. to see let us know if you were watching another video before you clicked on this video if this video was recommended to you let us know what video you were watching previous to this let us know in the comments what video you were watching that recommended you to come see us. We'd like to know where our why our viewers, where they're coming from. Uh, so that'd be pretty cool to see. Uh, but yeah, leave that in the comment and, below. And if you like chicken, that's very important. Fried chicken in particular, because who doesn't like fried chicken? I actually knew somebody in elementary school that didn't like fried chicken. But before we get to that, if this is your first time saying, <laughs> if, we, if this is your first time watching or listening to All Things Super, every week we have a new episode and it comes out where we take the latest and the greatest of your superpower movies, TV shows, trailers. We react to them, we watch them, we review them, and we break it down to answer the question, is it super? But if you like that, Again, is like this VIP Frankie watching this say, you can go ahead to subscribe subscribe to the channel, follow us on all of your major podcast streaming platforms. And don't forget to leave us a like, leave us a comment, let us know what you think about the show. But we are going to get into something brand new this week. Something brand fresh, hot off the presses, new I, to oh, your eyes, to our eyes. We're talking Ooh. about episode Juicy. one of the hey. new Disney Plus series. Words. <laughs> Words. What? Adjectives. <laughs> I, I was wondering. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> I was waiting yeah, for there that. You go. Descriptions. But we're talking about <laughs> episode one of the new Disney Plus series, She-Hulk, Attorney She-Hulk! at Law. She-Hulk! Attorney at Law. You have to say the whole thing. Like, like a Tribe Called a Quest. Pimp, <laughs> tribe Called Quest, a pimp named Slickback, Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. It all go. goes... It goes together. What's going on with She-Hulk? 
So we understanding that this is Jennifer Walters, mm-hmm. Bruce Banner's cousin. Why can't it say like that? <laughs> how should how should I have said it? She's not his cousin. No, I'm not saying that she's not his cousin. You say it's cousin. Say it with the testes. Cousin got to come from under. How would a woman say it? Cousins. (laughs) So it's a cousin of Bruce Banner. uh, And she, you know, we we departed from the con. Oh. I was just just about to stop you. Let me just just get it it out the way. Get it out the way. Let Let them know. For those who have not seen She-Hulk, it's on Disney Plus. By all means, if you want to see She-Hulk without having it being spoiled for you, man, this is your official spoiler warning right now. Don't you go another inch into this video and expect us not to spoil it for you because we're going to spoil it. If you haven't seen She-Hulk, that's it. But if you'd like to see us talk about some ratchet shit, that's what you're here for. <laughs> and I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Talking about that cousin, She-Hulk, attorney at law. Um, so Jennifer Walters is Bruce Banner's cousin. Bruce, Bruce, is it? They changed the name so many times. So he's, Did they? In, yeah, because he was David Banner in the TV show. In the TV show way back when. And so then he was, um, what was the other one? Wow. I don't know. Then he became Bruce Banner. And then... Um, Kylie Jenner and Bruce Campbell, and then now what I'm saying is making this thing off the rails. Yeah, that's what I do, baby. Welcome to the show. So his cousin is in a car accident with Bruce and gets blood in her womb. Now it's very important that we notice this because in the Incredible Hulk, which the MCU has claimed is canon, we heard Bruce talk about it many times that he almost broke Harlem. So they're canonizing that movie, The Incredible Hulk was was played by a different actor, which Mm -hmm. was Ed Norton at the time. A lot of people have their feelings about it. I think overall, it's a movie that we can review later on. And the point is, it's canon now. So those things happen. In that movie, we seen Bruce's blood fall into uh, Mr. Blue's or Mr. Green's? No, Mr. Blue was Bruce was from Mr. Green. Right. Um, in his brain, he had a wound, and the blood dropped in there, and you can see he wasn't really doing well. But you saw this sinister smile at the end because, for those who follow the comics, we realized that he was becoming the leader, uh, which is a Hulk a villain who has superior intelligence. They always try to downplay Hulk like he's not intelligent, but as you notice, the transition of the Hulk overall, he's gaining more and more intelligence to the point that we got small Hulk. Hulk. Um, so we haven't seen anything like that since this movie. Inside She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, we got a throwback to that because Bruce was in his human form, which he explained that he has a device that was able to lock him into his human form so he can do, you know, stuff. He was wounded. Clearly, it makes sense. He uh, got his blood into her arm because they share similar DNA on some spectrum. She was able to become She-Hulk. Big depiction from what's in the comics. In the comics, Jennifer Walters was shot by a mob boss because uh, she was defending someone else, and they just wanted to take out the DA because she's a district attorney, um, similar to Harvey Dent. So they wanted her off the case. Bruce gave her a blood transfusion to save her life. 
This plays out better on many levels because, in my opinion, the Bruce that we have in the MCU is a very mindful, thoughtful individual. If you notice throughout the, the iterations of Bruce, he's dealing with the destruction that the Hulk causes. He has nothing but remorse about everything that the Hulk smashes. Mm-hmm. He, he, he really feels like the Hulk is a monster until he got on Sakaar, which Bruce was nowhere in the picture. He was trapped in Hulk form for two years while Hulk was living his best, living the best life. <laughs> he, was living, he was a gladiator. He was mm-hmm. praised. He, he had all the accolades that come along with it. He had his own spot. He could do what he want. And then he'd go out there and he smashed stuff. First of all, I think when Hulk comes back, he could be pissed off. <laughs> his sweet life with Zack and Cody is gone. But uh, it's Disney, same universe. Uh, and now we have the blood that's into Jennifer, and she's now running off, obviously terrified because she doesn't know what's happening. She has these new Hulk powers. And now we see, I think the way that they did this origin story was probably the best way to do an origin story. Whether you knew about her in the comics or not, they say, this happened. This is what happened. And now we're here. There was not enough time to go anywhere else. But I was I was content with the storyline of the backstory. How about you, Spider? What do no, you I, think I, about the backstory in itself? I think that the backstory in and of itself, I like the way that they introduced it because it wasn't one of those things where we had to go through this long, drawn-out journey of where Jennifer Walters is now versus how she got there. Uh, Like we said, spoilers, full spoilers about the episode. So we are already... (laughs) So we're introduced to Jennifer Walters. She's she's the deputy district attorney. She has a case that she's trying... uh, and she is getting ready to deliver her closing arguments. And so before she leaves to go to the courtroom, she's leaving her office. Her best friend Nikki is saying that if all else fails, you can turn Hulk and then just do what you need to do. So Jennifer stops, acknowledges the camera and say, yes, I am a Hulk. Are you waving me off or you? I'm waving because you said, you know, Nikki, and you didn't do the Oh, Nikki, you so fine. You so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. So I was just wondering where, where that part was. That was you can't do Nikki no without the mind. old Nikki yourself. I, but it's Mickey. I, I got it. I, I did it for you. <laughs> I did it for you. The song is Mickey. Huh? The song is Mickey. If you take that half off that M, you uh-huh. get an N, okay. and it works. It works so well. <laughs> So Jennifer acknowledges the camera, which there are going to be some fourth wall breaks in this series. Some people are not happy about it because some people, yeah, some people are like, oh, she's trying to be Deadpool when in all actuality in the comics, Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk was breaking the fourth wall before Deadpool was even created. Years before Deadpool was even thought of. So So we're going to just watch that right now. She-Hulk did it it. first. She-Hulk did it first. And so... But Jennifer acknowledges the camera. She said, yes, I am a Hulk. You're probably wondering how I became a Hulk. And then they immediately go into the backstory. And it's not even a long drawn out thing explaining the familial connection between Bruce and her. They're in a car. They get into an accident. We're going to talk about exactly why they got into an accident in a little bit. But Mm. got into an accident. She 
uh got a, a cut on her arm bruce got a cut on his head and we know that well if you know head wounds bleed very heavily uh so bruce bleeding out of his head you, drips into the open wound uh, i've seen a lot of medical shows <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> by the out here head busting mine style don't don't worry about what i do outside the podcast don't don't, don't. keep dream walking if you want to and cause an incursion <laughs> i'm gonna keep that on the okay hot. okay <laughs> but like mr vip breaking watching said bruce his blood went into the arm of Jennifer Walters. She became, she immediately became a Hulk, a very fast transformation. Uh, of course, mm. turning into or transforming into a Hulk, your emotions, fear, anger, adrenaline can amplify. increase, accelerate, rest, amplify those reactions, turning you into a Hulk. And of course, somebody who just got into a car accident, of course, all of the adrenaline is rushing through your body. So it brought on that transformation. She immediately, you know, leaves. Hulked she out. runs through the woods. She hulked out. She passed out in the woods. She reverts back to Jennifer, her Jennifer form. And then, so we go through this whole backstory of her being trained by Smart Hulk and we get to see how she developed, how she's able to control her Hulk form, how she can determine when and when she doesn't transform into She-Hulk and back into Jennifer Walters. We see that initially, she, it's only done when she falls asleep because when she's asleep, she, you know, your emotions are sort of regulated rest. while you're right. asleep, right? You're in a, in a state of rest. So you revert back to your, your, your Jennifer form. Um, but so we get through that whole, and I, I appreciate that. I felt like this first episode being a majority of not even a training montage, but just sort of like going through the training of Bruce. Like you said, this smart Hulk is a compassionate. He's caring. He's remorseful. He said that he had this whole binder of everything. Like this is how that I deal with this emotion. This is how I deal with this rage. This is what I would do in this situation. This is how I overcome these things because he's remorseful. He doesn't want her or anybody who has to deal with this type of thing because he's being prepared for any eventuality. He doesn't want them to have to go through the pain and the suffering that he did as being Hulk. But what surprises him is that when Jennifer turns into the Hulk, she's verbal, she's coherent. She maintains her intelligence. She maintains her personality. She doesn't have this other person. Doesn't have an ultra personality trying right. to fight for control. Exactly. She's so, been she's been dealt with her emotions on a very professional and personal level. Right. She's good. She was good. So when she got her Hulk juice, she was just that much more better. To a point that even Bruce said he was jealous because she doesn't have to struggle for control. Right over her transformation is that a good thing or a bad thing in a sense the question I, for the later i guess i well later in the show probably we'll see how it turns out when it comes to her being able to maintain like it was it's just something that she's actually able to control because we saw that even still when she's surprised you know, when she was sleeping, as we saw in the trailer, Bruce came in with the air horn, blasted in her ear. You know, she wakes up. Of course, she's angry because she's being startled awake like that. But she turned into She-Hulk immediately. So will that mm. be something that comes into play later on in the season? We'll have to wait and find out. I think we got the answer already. Episode one, like you said, Nikki 
said that she was going to have to hulk out because clearly you have this super advanced someone bursting in. Yes, we know it's Titania, but I'm saying if you're in the situation, you just see somebody bust through the wall. Do your thing. Do your thing. You that thing that you do, do that now because and and it was so interestingly interestingly funny to see. She's like, I really like this outfit because she's we we don't know the duration and maybe maybe there was a duration time from the montage to now and I missed it. Um, We don't know the duration how long she was in Mexico. She we do know that she wanted to get back to her life, so she Mm -hmm. had to be there for quite some time to master her skills or to show Bruce that she was in control of her skills. You don't have to worry about me hulking out and going on a rampage. Cause again, yeah. Yeah. Cause that Bruce again, become a rage monster. And I think Marvel has done a great job of, and I know a lot of people, and I see this on the internet all the time. They hate where Hulk is right now in the mm-hmm. MCU. They hate the fact that he's downpowered. He's downgraded. They're not seeing Marvel, and we talked about this many a times, Marvel yeah. is not idiots. These are their characters, and Kevin Feige understands the characters, just like the situation you were thinking about Spider-Man. You were like, well, we're waiting for Spider-Man's origin story. And then you realize that Marvel bypasses origin story, but at the same time, was giving you his origin story. This is right. the Peter you know, but it's not the Peter that you know. And just to make sure it's not the Peter that you know, we're going to even go further and erase him from everybody's. So now, that's his origin story. They're not going to go back and kill Uncle Uncle Ben. Ben. Uncle Mm -hmm. Ben's not there. He already died. Aunt May is dead. That's your loss. Now we're dealing with everything after that. That's his origin story. You don't get... uh, Because we saw Uncle Ben die how many times? Too many. So now you see Aunt May die. And it hurts more because we liked Aunt May. We grew right. up with Aunt May. It's like, what the hell? She supported Peter in his Spider-Man adventures. And that's a, a big that's a, <laughs> and that's a big difference through the other Spider-Man movies and even in the Spider-Man comics and in the other iterations of Spider-Man animated shows. All of these versions that we see Uncle Ben die, we never get to spin a lot of time with Uncle Ben. I feel like between the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, you know, Uncle Ben got killed almost like in the first portion of the movie. We didn't really get to spend any time with Uncle Ben, like, you know, that much. I feel like we got to spend a little bit more time with Uncle Ben in The Amazing Spider-Man because, you know, Peter got in trouble at school and then Uncle Ben had to go and pick him up and then give him the talk and they were talking about repairing the basement, the flooding the basement and all this other kind of stuff. So each iteration, we got a little bit more of Uncle Ben, but still not as much time. We got three movies with Aunt May. We got three entire, well, two and a half because Aunt May died. She was in a relationship. She was in a relationship. She called it off. You knew she was working at a uh, feast. At feast, right. And... So we got so much character development with Aunt May. We got a connection with Aunt May. So like you said, when we lost Aunt May, we felt what Peter felt because this was somebody that we loved. This was somebody that we cherished. This was somebody that we could relate to. You know, someone who's trying to do good. Someone who inspired Peter to do good. And then now all of a sudden they're taken away from us. And so we see, I you know, this character. from and, another dimension. Exactly. And so we see this character and what they have to deal with and what they've been through. And so this is something that we can like hold on with us. 
But like you said, it's it's different. It's the MCU Peter Parker. You know, we we've had our Sony Peter Parkers with Tobey Maguire with Andrew Garfield. This is the MCU Peter Parker. Just like now, this hey, is the hey, MCU. Hey, hey, hey! Don't forget Miles Morales, buddy. You don't do that. You're a Spiderling yourself. So you well, yes, and I do Miles. understand that, but I'm I'm talking in reference to Peter Parkers. I'm talking in reference to oh, Peter okay. Parkers. <laughs> well, he lost his uncle too. He, he lost, I mean, in a different. If, in a different... if your nephew is named Peter. <laughs> <laughs> you might take a vacation if your sister names her son Peter. Just right. go ahead and just not it's, looking good for you. Yeah, just just kind of stay <laughs> home for a little bit. Um, but no, but like you were saying, this is the MCU's version of the Hulk. So the Hulk has had his own trials and tribulations to deal with. And I saw somebody on TikTok make a really great argument about this version of Smart Hulk. This MCU version of Hulk, he has his own trials, his own tribulations to go through. But it's not necessarily that the Hulk is being depowered, but he is like you say, it's Smart Hulk. He is on a different yeah. emotional playing field you know he's not the rage monster who's attacking his friends who's you know tearing down a city in south africa you know we saw that hulk in age of ultron you know going just on a rampage not having any type of kind of uh hindrance to anything that he did because he because he's that powerful is because he has that anger and so we've seen that progression over all of the different movies so we saw how in age of ultron when after they were able to get him to calm down, he was sitting in the Quinjet. He was like bundled up in a blanket because he knew what was going on. He couldn't stop himself because he was under, you know, Scarlet Witch's spell. And so he was upset. He was, he was, you know, very broken yeah, it's at someone, that point. It's someone's taking you out of your normal ability of controlling your body. Because again, if you go back and watch it, if you see the CGI on the Hulk, he doesn't even look hulky. He looks like he's sick. He's, mm -hmm. His eyes are kind of bloodshot. Like bloodshot. He's a right. real, real rage monster. And it was like there was no stopping him. And it's so funny that Tony was there with this doing with the go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but in combination with that, until the, the mist that he sprayed on him kicked in, he still had to keep him occupied. The point of what I was saying, Spider, is... You're looking at the evolution of the Hulk, and I don't think right. we could have got Jennifer Walters unless we had this version of the Hulk because absolutely he's he's so remorseful he would never purposely give her his blood right. because he knows that the other side of it's kind of like the original Spider Man, even though it was kind of poorly done in that situation. He's like, mm -hmm. I can't give you Spider Man's blood because there's no telling what's that going to do to you that you you could be you could cre create a monster so right. it'd be very unresponsible for me to do that here's and the situation in Amazing Spider-Man kind of like what they're doing in She-Hulk they eventually like reveal that Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker had a specific genetic marker in his blood that allowed him to become Spider-Man and for him yeah, to get and for him to give his blood to uh, Harry Osborn at that point, like you were saying, no, who would have knew what would happen at that point? So I talked about this with the missus, and it was like, it's so funny because in the superhero lore, mm -hmm. for all those who are listening on the podcast, I did something very dramatic with my hands, not jazz hands, <laughs> but something very kind of like magical. In the superhero lore, um, we have to create 
these uncreatable scenarios for people to get superpowers because I was telling her there were people that was actually trying to recreate things that happened. So they quickly changed this. I'll just go to show you how old I am. They quickly started changing these origin stories to things that you could no way possibly recreate. Right. So for Daredevil, it's not just he got toxic. He got a mixture of toxic chemicals that went into his eyes. Right. That gave him heightened sense. For Spider-Man, it was retcon. It was not just a radioactive spider. He actually mm-hmm. had to have a certain level of DNA, and mm-hmm. it was genetically coded to him. And you can't get hit with gamma radiation. If you got hit with gamma radiation, you're not going to be a Hulk. You're going right. to be a stain. I can, <laughs> I can guarantee you that. So they had to make these things so elaborate, even with the Flash. I remember one episode of the Flash I was watching, I think it was either in Justice League, he had to try to recreate the explosion and the experiment that made him the Flash. Mm-hmm. He damn near died a lot. <laughs> like He died. He, like, he was really hurt. He had to heal. And then try it again because he couldn't be the Flash anymore. So it's not like you did. Oh well, I'm gonna be a superhero. I'm just gonna do this right. and I'm good. No. So these origin stories have to be so broad that no one tries it at home. So I don't think we would have got She-Hulk if we didn't get this Hulk on his journey. You gotta remember, this Hulk was beat up by Thanos. He, he gotta take that L. Right. That's an L. You lost. There was no Power Stone involved. He just beat the shit out of you, which is always thought was interesting because the angrier the Hulk gets, the more powerful he gets. Right. But when Thanos punched him in the throat, all that anger, <laughs> <laughs> all that anger is like, mm, mm, this boy real. This dude, right. this is. There's always somebody bigger and madder, boy. This dude got... That's the first time we heard Hulk groan. He's like, oh, like, what? And then to the the point to where it... And we were talking about this this person that's inside of you because it's really a distinct personality that we saw in Infinity War that Hulk believed himself to be the strongest. He believed himself that he was so powerful that nobody could beat him. And then when Thanos beat him, he was humbled humbled to the point to where even when bruce needed him to come out bruce needed to be the hulk hulk refused hulk was like no i'm not coming out i'm not about to fight this battle because i don't know who i am anymore if i am not the strongest then who am i and so like you said i would love to see on the opposite side like the internal struggle of hulk like just sitting in the curled up like this dude punched me in the throat and <laughs> punched him in the throat, punched him in the hurt. kidneys, body <laughs> yeah, slam. That's just shit. picked him body up. Body slam. Oh. I was waiting for Thanos just to put that boot on his chest and just start saying, I am inevitable. <laughs> he just beat the shit out of the Hulk. So a lot of the fans are mad that the Hulk is deep powered. But the, if you really are a fan of the Hulk, don't do that. Enjoy the journey of where he's going because it's it's clear Marvel is not naive to where they take their characters. You will mm-hmm. get World Breaker Hulk. And like you were saying, when this, uh, the ship came, which causes the crash for Jennifer Walters, was a, a ship from... Sakaar. Sakaar. And I was telling the missus, I said, I, I know that ship. It looks like but the colors were different. Right. So I was like, what? And then they explained it in the show that it's a messenger ship. Clearly, somebody's, the Hulk. Right. Somebody's bringing a message to the Hulk. Or somebody's trying to, to get a message. 
Exactly. And it's not to say that the message wasn't delivered because when She-Hulk became She-Hulk, attorney at law, she ran <laughs> off into the woods right. and we followed her. We, we didn't, didn't see Bruce. what happened with, with mm-hmm. Bruce. Now, the question is, are we going to get that answered in this show or are we going to leave that little Easter egg because, oh, dab on him. Dab, dab, dab on him. Dab. Oh, for those who are on the uh, podcast, uh, Spider is throwing spider webs out there, dabbing. He's obviously allergic to awesomeness. <laughs> I'm, inert. I'm allergic to this explanation. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So we don't see Hulk talk to the messenger or if the message was actually delivered. He kind of alluded to it. Spider. Yes. Does Hulk have some uh, some kids that he left on Sakaar? He might. He may just well, was, because like we said, I mean, he was a years. champion. He was the on champion for comes with groupies. Right. So we don't know what happened. We don't know who Hulk was with. We don't know what Hulk mm. did with whoever. There may be a potential son of Hulk out there somewhere in the universe that wanted well, to let's send just all do the this message. too. So let's just do this too, because there was a very strong allusion to, and which goes in through the series, um, about Steve Rogers getting it on, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Jennifer there, there Walters is obsessed with uh, Chris Evans's ass, and that's okay because that's trying canon to figure now. out if Captain America was a virgin. Or Died not. a virgin, and Bruce confirmed that he got it on all on the SEO tour. The, USO uh, tour. The, uh, USO tour. He didn't mm-hmm. say. Did he say one of the dancers, or you just said no, he got it on at the tour during the USO tour? He didn't say. Okay, who, so with the type of person during the USO tour. So here's the thing. We're talking about Steve, but maybe we should be talking about Bruce, Hulk. What happened on Scar that do we potentially have Scar? And those who don't know who Scar is, is actually the Hulk's son. Mm-hmm. Could we be looking at the origin story of the Hulk's son is on Scar? Maybe the Hulk's son is on Scar as a new champion. Fucking shit up. Possibly. Just fucking it up. A Quite lot. Possibly. It's interesting to see that dynamic because I think that what we're taking is planting seeds of Steve Rogers getting it on. They may be another Captain America somewhere in history as well from Steve Rogers. It's just a, it's just a thread. I admit it's a thin thread, but they could pull it because of what they're alluding to in the right. show. Hulk is going to be World Breaker Hulk at some point. Follow the journey, enjoy the journey, and watch what Marvel does with him. But we're not talking about the Hulk. We're talking about the Hulk's cousin, She-Hulk, attorney at law. <laughs> Question. Yes. Uh, you, you, we started with this appreciating the backstory, the origin story. Are, are we at a point now that we just want to get origin stories out the way? I I feel like if we're going to be introducing new characters, we can't introduce new characters without having some type of origin story. You have to be able to have some type of background to explain how they got their powers or at least how they got to be where they are right now. Um, And like we were saying, this wasn't, it wasn't long. It wasn't drawn out because, you know, sometimes these shows and not naming any shows recently on Disney plus, 
<clears throat> but not even Moon Knight, because we saw Moon Knight, even at the end of the first episode, we saw the reveal of the Moon Knight suit, which was appreciated. I don't want to have to go throughout the entire season before I see our hero, who the name of the show is titled after, to be able to see them become that hero. I don't want to have to wait until four episodes in before we can see them transform, or four episodes in before we can see the suit. You know, Miss Marvel, we didn't get to see the Miss Marvel suit until the last episode. Right. But we got her origin story. We got this whole sort of familial backstory as to who she was. And I feel like oh, that you mean had she to be became a paradox. Yeah. <laughs> I completely like okay. kind of left yeah. my mind. But yeah, but it, it's like that. How I, I'm glad that first episode, you know, just a few minutes in, we see the blood goes into Jennifer's system. She becomes a Hulk. And it's like, okay, now we're going to see what happened afterwards, how she was able to master or at least become a little bit more proficient on being able to control her emotion, being able to control our Hulk form and being able to understand what her capabilities are. Because we saw even through this little sort of, you know, going back and forth with uh, Bruce showing her the different things that she can do, amplify strength, but with strength, you also have to worry about balance. You have to know your limits. You have to understand it is what it is that triggers you to be able to become Hulk. And so going through all of that, I felt, I just felt like it was explained very well. I felt like the things that he was putting her through was showcasing the things that he's capable of. But I also enjoyed the comedic elements that they put into it. Like they did the, like the mm -hmm. Hulk jump and they landed mm -hmm. and then Jennifer landed and she was like, oh man, I am mad. <laughs> like, it's just it, it, things like that. And it's like, you can kind of understand where she's coming from, especially if she feels like she's at this level. She's like, well, I can control this. So going all going through all of this is sort of, not necessarily a waste of her time, but she was like, this is easy to me because he shows her, yes. you know, throwing the boulder. And then so she throws it. She basically does what he does, throws it a little bit further. And like you said, he was jealous that she was taking it, you know, taking it in stride. Oh, yeah. So easy. So he, he picked up that meteor and just chucked it into this atmosphere. I am certain that he destroyed a planet. Yeah, he <laughs> that that went somewhere like further than our galaxy could probably I would contain love it. to see a planet like in the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, they're just on some planet and this is just meteor just comes through like, what the hell is that? Just fly through, yeah. That would be awesome. It's all connected, so it should work. Now here's a question that I'm gonna ask you. And mm -hmm. you probably say yes and you probably say no. Um I will preference it with that's exactly how it is in the comics. Jennifer Walters has complete control over her anatomy. She chooses to stay as She-Hulk because she likes everything that comes along with She-Hulk. By us kind of fast forwarding through this origin story, do you feel cheated? Do you feel like there should have been more in this origin story? Because we get the, the bulk of the origin story, we get training montages, we get a couple of conversations, side conversations about Steve and Tony and how these guys were, were overall close and friends, which I do appreciate. But do right. you feel as though there should have been more in the origin story to necessarily not eat up the time, but give you more of Jennifer? The one thing that I do wish that I got to see more of, because we see while she's in Mexico and she's with Bruce, she's with Smart Hulk. He's basically Viva trying to Mexico. tell her... <laughs> he's basically trying to tell her like 
you have to be careful. You can't go back to your normal life. You're a Hulk now. Be being a Hulk comes with responsibilities. You have this power now. You're a superhero. And with great power. There must also be great responsibility. But, but what I do no. wish that we got more of was because Bruce told her that you're a superhero now. She's like, I don't want to be a superhero. I want to go back to my old life. I want to I be a lawyer. I'm just my dream to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. She's working very hard. She got two degrees. Right. And so the only thing that I that we we saw that she went to court, Titania busts through the wall, and so she's hiding behind the desk. Nikki is saying, you know, hey, do your thing, do your thing. You know, this is your time. And she's kind of hesitant about it, but it's a very short hesitation. Now, I wish that we would have gotten at least some more time just sort of her ignoring, say, say for instance, if she was leaving the office call one to night. Action. Not necessarily a call to action, but say, for instance, she was leaving the office one night, and maybe we might get it in a future episode. We might not. I don't know. But if she's leaving the office one night and she sees somebody being mugged, you know, if she sees some type of crime going on and she ignores it. But then after she ignores it, it's some, you know, kind of somewhat like what happened with Peter. He ignored the guy that was, you know, stealing and in turn that guy ended up killing his uncle Ben, you know, ripple effects, right? The ripple effects, because you have this power, just kind of what Peter said in the MCU, when you have the ability to do something and you don't, and something bad happens because of it, then that's on you. So her struggle, her dealing with that struggle of not wanting to be a superhero, maybe if we would have saw some repercussions of her not acting, then that leads her to saying, okay, well, fine. Now I'm in the courtroom. There's this obviously powered individual who's bursting through the wall. I don't know what she's here for, but I do have the ability to stop her. So I guess that I'm going to be the one, I'm going to have to be the one that stops her. But here's the beautiful part about how they did it. It's because that everything that you're saying could have happened already. Mm -hmm. There's no time placement from when she's training to what True. she's gone through till this moment in time. So they can easily either put it in this show or do season two and throw it back in there where there was a time where she could have done something and she was like, nah, I'm gonna go get some noodles. Right. And then, you know, she's reading it in the newspaper the next day when she knew she could have done something. Right. Hmm. True. Hmm. Very true. Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Um, here's something that I want Marvel to stop doing. And you can you can Easter egg this or go back and see it all the time. In the introduction to their characters, there's always the opposition and your testicular character. You have the opposition always attacking your testicular character. Your titular character. Yeah, I said it wrong the first time. <laughs> um, given the opportunity, I'll probably say it wrong again a second time. Um, so they always do the one punch to take them out. Mm hmm. This is not one punch, man. They can't just do the one <laughs> punch and take them out. Like I really, I'm looking for, for fight scenes. I want to see right. some. In, I want to see some fights. And they always do that. They did it with Moon Knight. They did it with She Hulk. They did it with um Miss Marvel. Remember when she was attacked by all these guys? And she she threw one stretchy punch. Right. And that's it. You just get the one punch. Cut her. Cut. 
damn one punch nonsense. Yeah. Okay. I need a I need a fight scene. Right. Don't do that, MCU. Don't do this with Blade. Don't you do it? <laughs> Don't you have Blade have a vampire and his Blade and you say, "Come on, suckhead!" And he just punch him. He's like, "Oh, this this vampire killer is real. Let me get out of here." No, bring the yeah. fight. Bring it. I, Don't stop this one punch nonsense. I do agree with you that that final fight scene. I know it was the end of the episode. Um, very but it just it was it was very it was very rushed it, I, I think that was the low point of the episode for me was that just that last portion titania what was this long ass kick <laughs> oh you saw the kick you saw the kick all the way it's like i'm trying to remember what movie that was when you saw that that same kick and it was like I don't know. Really? I don't, remember. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. remember. But yeah, just just that the, the slow motion kick coming from a mile away, and then like you said, just one punch straight to the gut, blast Titania. She back up against the wall. She's knocked out. End of fight. So it's like Titania is one of She Hulk's biggest villains in the comics. It's like yes. one of those, you know, Batman, your Joker, your uh, Superman, Lex Luthor, you know, one of those yes. formidable opponents, one of the people that say, Flash say that word Flash. again. Formidable. Yeah, I couldn't have said it. <laughs> but that's a, that's like her main antagonist in the comics. So you introduce this character who's supposed to be the main antagonist, and you have this your your titular character take her out with one punch. Now you're just showing off. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just showing off that you can but, say big yeah, words. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's I, I like we have the whole fight scene between Hulk and She-Hulk and them rolling around uh, the the beach and the mountains in Mexico to the point to where they destroyed the bar. And I, I appreciated that fight scene because we got to showcase the things that Hulk was capable of, how he wasn't even he didn't even want to fight Jennifer, but like she hit him. She knocked him into the into the uh, well, she didn't hit him. She had him on the car and she kind of like flung him into the rocks. And so, like, she punched him in the face. Yeah, you could yeah, see yeah. that he was like, okay, you hit me. You know, like, what? I, I really don't want to do this. I'm not trying to fight you. But, you know, it came but with When those surfboards came in the face <laughs> and his glasses were broke, clearly she doesn't know how much the glasses cost in that size. So, because <laughs> right. he's not, you know, he's Hulk. He's smart Hulk, but he's still massive. I right, mean, let's be honest. You can see his drinks. <laughs> right. As She-Hulk, she's six foot seven and he's still like significantly taller than her. So, but yeah, but having that, having that fight scene and showing that fight scene and showcasing that scene, the things that she's capable of, I felt like they could have at least had a little bit more of a fight, you know, because you don't, if you're, if you don't know who you're going up against and you don't know what they're capable of, you're not just going to go like just straight into it. And not knowing, like you need to understand who you're going up against. At least, you know, as a person who has experience fighting, you know that you need to understand your opponent before you can just be like, all right, well, I know what I'm about to do. And again, like you said, we don't know what the time lapse in between her leaving Mexico and then getting to this case. So we don't know what all she has done in between that. So she could be, uh, you know, have have some practice in in fighting or in fighting opponents. Maybe this isn't even the first time that she's fought Titania, you know, so she may be familiar with her at this point already. But since we as an audience don't necessarily know that at this point in the series, 
maybe that's why they kept it so short. But yeah, that was that was probably the low point for me. Just being that that one punch and oh it's over and then it's done with and it's like okay, yeah, very lackluster. B story. B story. Or it could become the A story. We don't know. We don't we don't know what's gonna no, happen. I'm saying what 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 is what is our B story in this in this in this series episode one? I mean it may be hard to tell because if they do it like they did Miss Marvel, you get more of the B story later on. But right. as of right now, there's no B story. There's hints at a B story with mm-hmm. uh Hulk's I don't wanna call him a bastard son, but he did leave Sakar. <laughs> um and the definition of a bastard is the father that left, right? Well, maybe right. he didn't know he was a father. It was yet to be seen. We right. don't even know if there's a son involved. We're just speculating because we in don't the know comics, if we're going to figure that out during this series. We might not. They might there, not touch on it yet. There is a relationship that happens for in for anybody that doesn't know the Planet Hulk uh, storyline. Hulk goes to the Sakar planet and gets married and has a kid. And he ends up, uh, he was actually sent off world by the Illuminati, which is not the same Illuminati that was in a different universe, but it's still a Illuminati. That's a whole nother video. Um, They send him off, he goes to Sakaar, he still becomes a gladiator. So uh, Ragnarok was loosely adapted with the world Hulker storyline. I said that incredibly wrong. Planet Hulk. Storyline. I don't know where I got Hulker from. Just let it go. World or hit it in the comments. Yeah, a combination of like that. all of that. That's what I do. I merge words <laughs> and make them <laughs> phenomenal. Anyway, the bottom line is, I was, I was, well, you know, what they said, what did Thor say on the galaxy? All words are made up. You made up that word. No, he said all See, words that's are made up. That's a made up word. word. All yeah, words are made up. Yeah, exactly. Point being, we don't know what the storyline is going to go as far as the B story. I don't think there really was one. We were the B story. When she broke the fort wall and started talking to us, we understand that we're in this journey with her, learning how to be a Hulk. A learning to like accept was, her Hulkness. I don't think I was robbed in the backstory. I think they did a good job wrapping it up. Even mm-hmm. even if you're not a She-Hulk attorney at law fan, there was enough in this show that it could be a standalone. I think so. Yeah. But I know we did the trailer review and reaction to this. The, the internet was talking since the trailer that the CGI was bad. It's just right. like, come on, Disney. Put some money on the CGI. And <clears throat> I think you guys got to realize that when these trailers are cut, it's not the complete show. There's still right. a lot of stuff that they're adding in. It's just to get you guys excited about the, the screening or the show or something of, of that nature to, to drum up conversation. What are your thoughts on the CGI now, Spider, that the, it's officially out do you feel as though it's still lacking or is it caught up are we looking at a luke skywalker in the mandalorian type of situation where they <laughs> horribly cgi his face I mean, that was, yeah that was uh, the whole da thing and, and putting it on a per- different person's body and all that kind of stuff honestly for she hulk uh, i'll be 100 percent honest with you the cgi was the least of my concerns i didn't i was <clears throat> 
so invested in the story and what was going on that I was me watching them, me watching She Hulk and Smart Hulk have a conversation both in Hulk forms. I was more invested in the conversation that they were having. They were doing yoga or I forget what they called the type of meditation that they were doing. Um, but they were doing the yoga. They were doing their training, throwing rocks. They did the thunderclap. They brought the thunderclap back, which we haven't seen in, I don't know how long, uh, probably since the incredible Hulk movie, <laughs> but no, I, I didn't, nothing about the CGI stood out to me to where it like took me out of the immersion of the story that they were trying to tell in that moment to where I looked at it and was like, Oh, that, you know, that doesn't look right. Or that looks bad or anything like that. You know, it, it didn't bother me. Uh, not to say that it's not where it could have been or anything like that. Of course, I am not a Whoa, VFX expert. What do, you, what do you want? What do you want? What, what would you have wanted more? So you saying it didn't bother you, but you saying it, that's like, what I'm saying. it could have been better. No, that's what you're I'm saying. saying it I, better. No, I'm saying I didn't notice if there was anything about it that could have been better. There was uh, nothing that stood out to me that was like, oh, well, they could have uh, changed it. That should have, you know. I, like I said, I'm not a VFX expert, so I'm not the type of person to say, oh, that lighting is off. Oh, that coloration is off or anything like that. No. I don't I don't mm. see these things. So I don't know. No. Maybe you it's saw that long ass drop kick. That's what I saw. That long ass <laughs> drop kick that started from the wall and crossed like six Did feet. The whole entire Did courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, OK, <laughs> all right. Clearly, but no, did clearly you, we, based on the things that, the, based on the complaints that, uh, that were received from the trailer, did you see anything for the VFX or the CGI that gave you Listen, They cleaned up a lot of what they had going on from the trailer. And again, I wasn't expecting them not to, because I know that when they release a trailer, it's to get conversation. Listen. Who was that that dropped that trailer with a horrible Sonic? They that dropped was, the trailer. That was a Sonic. That was a Sonic movie, the original Sonic movie. Well, the they first got Sonic so, much, so much backlash because seen. Sonic looked creepy. He just looked yeah. yeah. And then it was like, either they were trolling us to get us to talk about it, or they were, um, they were, um, really still working on the cgi right i'm sorry my producer is over there trying to tell me something i don't know what the hell she was saying <laughs> when i see my producer i mean my wife mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's come to the question spider mm -hmm. we're sitting here we're talking about it we're talking about it we're talking about she hulk attorney at law we want to know the, the question, the question, the question. A hundred million dollar question. Is it super? I is say it, it is, is super. It super? It, From episode one, you're going to say, the, okay, is episode one super or, or we're saying this whole series Of course, series I can't, I can't, I can't say that the whole series is super. I loved episode one. I thought it was funny in the places where it intended it to be funny. I thought it gave us really good backstory in the places where it gave us backstory. I, get, I felt like it gave us a lot of insight into Hulk and the things that he's had to endure as the Hulk. Um, even that little, you know, back references to him being friends with Tony and him and Tony during the blip, you know, coming together, building that laboratory and everything like that. 
And I feel like where they're going with this type of show, because it's sort of a, a law comedy, but, you know, still have the dramatic elements in it as well. So, you know, those serious moments. I felt like the, the mix in between the two was still good. You know, we still got the little bit of action. We got the little bit of comedy. We got the little bit of seriousness. It all meshed very well together for me. So I say episode one of She-Hulk Attorney at Law, I think it's super. What do you say, Mr. VIP Frankie Washington? I'm, I'm pausing for dramatic effect. Okay. <laughs> and now that that's done, because I ruined it by saying what I was doing. Yes! I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think She-Hulk Attorney at Law is super because of everything that they did. Like I said, I don't feel cheated by the backstory, even though I know the backstory in the comics. They took what they wanted and they left the rest on the cutting room floor. It makes sense. I'm invested in the story thus far. I'm not going to say I was a She-Hulk fan before this. I think I will be a She-Hulk fan after this. I think it's, um, which we haven't spoke on, and normally we do. This is an all-female cast. I mean, not all-female ca cast of workers that putting the show together. Mm -hmm. And so director, it, it doesn't... Director, writer, writer. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like it's a, a agenda-pushed type of situation that I have to sit through. Right to know whether this is going to play a part in a major, in the main MCU or not. It doesn't feel like I need to know if it plays a part in the main it Like, even though we're talking about the time jump and the derelation of when this is happening, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It feels like it needs to be its own thing. And if it does tie into the main MCU, great. If it doesn't, who cares? It still seems like a very enjoyable show. Unlike some other shows that we watch from the MCU that feels like, when is this? Why is this? How is mm -hmm. this? Why do I care? I'm very invested thus far. I know nothing more about the stuff that Jennifer Walters is going through besides the stuff that we spoke about, but want to see more. So how were they able to calculate that in this versus that in the other shows that you really didn't care anything about the character? And I leave that open for everybody because there are some characters that you were introduced to that you probably don't care about. Right. But if you're going into this and not really caring about it, I think you're you're looking at it wrong. I think you should give it an opportunity and a chance to actually see where this is going. And I know that seems very early to say because this is episode one, but the way they've done episode one, it's not like when we previously reviewed like <clears throat> in a, 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 a different property and episode one where I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> it, yeah. I felt very, I felt very fulfilled and very satisfied with the show. And here's something that we rarely talk about, but we do talk about, but rarely talk about it. Rewatchability. Mm -hmm. I, I think I can go back and rewatch this show and enjoy it still. Not saying that I have to watch it in slow more or fast more or anything like that. Like just really watch it again and enjoy it. Yeah. So if they keep that going on, you may have one, and this is arguably one of the first shows on Disney Plus that you don't mind watching again, mm -hmm. and probably will want to watch more episodic. How many episodes are we getting to this? Six. Say... Is it the Magic Six? <laughs> I want to say it's ten. <laughs> uh, but keep giving your thoughts. I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna see. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. They finally getting out of this situation of keep giving us six episodes because six is just not enough. It's not working. It doesn't give you enough time to flush out all the things that you need to flush out. It's not an extended movie. You have to treat it like an episodic show. In each episode, you need to be pushing the narrative forward at least a little bit so to keep us in tuned to go to the next episode. If you're not doing that, you're going to lose your audience. Period. Right. It's nothing to do with me or Spider or this show or these awesome T-shirts that you're going <laughs> to lose your audience if you're not giving us something that we need to be invested in. So this show, episode one, in my opinion, has done that. Even mm -hmm. if I don't know who Titania is, I see this beautiful lady come busting through the wall. That's the first thing to think about is not the puncher. I can tell you that. <laughs> there was no... <laughs> There's no dialogue in that at all. You just no. know she punched through the wall, and then she did an incredibly Rugged long kick. drop kick. Slow. That might be her superpower. You know, I would have <laughs> she liked puts herself in a slow motion. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that, wasn't that uh, one of the the uh, the supers in Diabolical? Yeah, the guy that was talking, his he was just slow motion. He yes, was to he was stabbing <laughs> the guy. <laughs> That's it. He just stay there and let him choke you. <laughs> you could have easily just okay. Oh, oh my that. god! So, but yeah, that, that's oh. hilarious. Mm. I would love to have have some dialogue with that. Like you said, that was the one downside because they kind of rushed through it because it was the end of the episode. Yeah. How many episodes are we getting? Nine episodes. Okay, so shit on that. That's shitty. It should have been ten, <laughs> but you would have had more time to. Nine, but yeah, that don't make any sense. But you you, you have more time to develop. Than okay, six, I am here. It's as than Titania, six. I am here for X Y Z reasons, and right. that's not happening today. And if that was all that we got, that would have been better than what we got. But. Yeah. No, nothing is perfect, and there's always room for growth. But I right. still think it's super on account of everything else that led up to that. And, right. and if so they we just remedy that by giving it more episodes, they won't have run into those issues. Yeah, and we know we're going to get more Titania throughout the series. We've seen in the oh, trailers. Oh, we should. Yeah, we've seen in the trailers that are going to be different scenes with Titania, and also we're you know we're going to get. Blonsky, of course, is still going to come in. We're going to get Daredevil. We're going to yeah, get. Yeah, we Wong. haven't even talked there's, about all of that. We're right, just focusing on so much one. more. Right, there's so much more that's yet to come. So, some of these like little gripes that we have with episode one, they may be explained in further episodes, or they may be corrected or remedied, so we won't have the same little gripes in the rest no, of the episode. No, no. Like we said, we, we got see nine that slow motion too. kick again. <laughs> just think about if your girl was like, "Hey, right." And she, you're looking at her like, hey. And then she just run and jump in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> you got time to like go to the kitchen and get a drink of water, maybe fix a sandwich and then come back. She's still like coming slowly. But your first thought <laughs> is not like going to be the puncher. In the, your first thought is not going to be the puncher in the stomach, though. It all depends on which day of the week it is. Wow. All right. <laughs> so if you want to leave your thoughts about She-Hulk. She-Hulk did it. Law, 
I'm just saying. That would mean that's what we're saying. We're to to kind of find out exactly why. That's why I think that they may have met before. There had to be a reason why yeah, she punched you know, punch you know, this out exactly. of her character. It just feels weird. It's like, okay, so you're dealing with being a Hulk and dealing with superhero stuff, and this first interaction, I'm going to punch you in the gut. Right. It's like, you wouldn't think, hey, who are you and why are you not using the door? What is going exactly. on? He's like, and she could be like, shut up. I'm here for him. <laughs> and and you could have stood up and said, well, not today. Uh, we're going to talk about this like adults. And then here's the thing. Slap her. Slap Jennifer Walters. Why? Because this is why. You'll see her dealing with her. You Remember in the other Hulk where the guy mm-hmm. slapped Bruce? And you right. saw Bruce's eyes go green and he had to calm himself down. You right. see her get slapped would have been a nice callback and she just don't calm down. She just hulks out and then punches her in the gut. You're I would have been me, like, perfect. You're, you're perfect making episode. me hungry and you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was like, <laughs> Can we get a multiversal with Ed Norton? Would Ed Norton come back and be the Hulk uh, again? I don't. I don't know if Edward Norton wants wants to come back. Maybe I know because I know that one of the thing reason that he didn't want to come back as Bruce Banner and Hulk, and I know we're getting a little bit long in the episode, was that because he didn't want to be typecast. He didn't want to be stuck in that MCU role. He wanted to, you know, pursue too other talented things. to be stuck in any role. Right. He's, 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 he, did you see him when he played? I'm not gonna talk about it. Like he's too he's too talented to be stuck he's in a, any role. He's role-wise. a talented actor, but yeah. So I think that's so, the reason why he didn't want to. He didn't want to initially to carry on as Bruce Banner. But would he come back in another multiversal, like a variant of Bruce Banner? Maybe I don't know. That would be awesome, and then we could see those Hulks at least thunderclap together. You think about you get remember the Hulks on uh, Disney Plus? Was it on the yeah? It's on Disney like the Hulks. You had Red Hulk. You had She Hulk. You uh, had Hulks in the Age of the Smash. There you go. Yeah. That's the one. So we could get something like that. Eh. Eh. I, I might know. be throwing too much out there. I don't she know. Because I, was, I was wondering if they're going to be an introduction to Red Hulk when we got the Thunderbolts. But unfortunately, William Hurd, rest in peace, Thaddeus Ross, uh, didn't get to, unfortunately, he passed away before Gone we got to soon. see the Thunderbolts realize. Gone too soon. Uh, he was a great, you know, because before... You know, Tony Stark held the MCU together. Thaddeus Ross was the one that was tied and everything. He was part of the first post credit scene. So he yes, bridged he the gap between, you know... He is the reason that we got a, a, a abomination. Right. So, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do with the with the different versions of, of Hulk and let's, bringing Abomination in. And, and, everything and that's that what I'm saying. You, we we want to see this show. We want to see what's going on. It's not like what I remember saying previously on different iterations of MCU shows that we were reviewing. I don't care. I don't want to see this. But this is something that I I didn't go into this with, oh, I can't wait to see She-Hulk. I, I went into this 100% clean slate, open-minded, and open to the idea of what is this going to be. And I'm intrigued and interested. I want to see what it's going to be. Is it because it's Hulk? No. Right. I would have did the same thing with Taskmaster. I would have did the same thing with any other MCU properties because I'm an MCU head, but at the same time, this is standing on its own as something that's in, engaging and I want to watch it. And yeah. if you don't know if you should be watching it by this time, watching this video, then I strongly encourage you to go and watch it and pay close attention 
to that long ass dropkick. <laughs> you can but, probably set your watch by it. Probably. But let us know in the comments below what you thought about the first episode of She Hulk Attorney at Law. Did you like it? If there was anything about it that you didn't really care for too much, let us know. Let us know in the comments are what we, you think are about Are we going to get a Hulk smash? Maybe. We don't know. We'll find out. I don't but know. If you like this video, remember go ahead and hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell it's so you can be notified. When we every time I do this, <laughs> hit the bell to be notified whenever we have a new episode come out. But if you want to find us on audio podcast, you can find us on any of your major podcast streaming services. And All if you want to keep in touch with us and join the conversation, you can tweet at us at at superpod. But we enjoyed She Hulk. You, we think that you'll enjoy it too. I so enjoy watch. Our, Let us know. I enjoy our, 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 uh, what we call them, family? Fan base? I want to call you guys family because I love y'all and I enjoy them for coming on here and listening to us have conversations that are unscripted about some of the favorite, uh, uh, properties that we look at and deem them if they're super or not. And you guys are more than welcome to enjoy, join the conversation because. Everything ain't. And then some things are. Some things are, some things are not. But till next time, we'll see you in the next episode.